This is Connected Nation, an award-winning podcast focused on all things broadband. From closing the digital divide to improving your internet speeds, we talk technology topics that impact all of us, our families, and our neighborhoods. On today's podcast, we head back to Michigan for part four of our look at the Michigan Connected Future Tour, an ambitious 40-stop listening tour focused on internet access across the state of Michigan. It's being conducted by the Michigan High-Speed Internet Office, also called MyHi. Today, we talk with two people involved in the ag industry. You'll hear from a representative with Michigan's Farm Bureau and a man who is still working the farm his great-grandfather once tilled about why internet connectivity on America's ranches and farms is something every one of us should be concerned about. I'm Jessica Denson, and this is Connected Nation. I'm Jessica Denson, and I've been on the road following the My High Listening Tour. Today's listening session is being held in Benton Harbor, which is located in Berrien County. It sits in the southwest corner of the state along Lake Michigan. This stop is taking place in a large conference room at Lake Michigan College and includes people from all kinds of backgrounds, from retirees to college students. Among those in attendance are Jeannie Cobell, who is a member of the Michigan Farm Bureau, and Guy Troxell, a farmer who works land that's been in his family for generations. They explained to me why improving internet connectivity across rural areas, especially to fields and pastures, is critical, not just for the American farmers and ranchers' success, but for their survival. And that translates into whether many of us get the food we need for ourselves and our families. Modern agriculture relies on technology, everything from the GPS systems in our tractor cabs to um, our systems back home on the farm where we're keeping track of everything and uploading the data to our vendors. Um, same thing as everybody in every other line of work. You know, it's a, it's a global technology and we need information now. And that includes everything from better crops to herd health to absolutely. dairy milking, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So what does it mean for a farmer or a family farm that is not connected right now? How does that hurt them? Um, you can really lose out on your market share in a hurry. Um, you know, if you're pricing uh, loads of grain and it's happening real time off the CBOT, um, you need to have that information now. If you're an hour behind the markets, you're losing thousands of dollars sometimes. Um, I grew up on a 900 acre dairy farm. My dad and brother still farm, a little over a thousand acres. And what she's saying is absolutely true. And the first thing that came out was, what I thought of was, was marketing, it, corn prices. You know, I, it, they sat there and, and hesitated a, a day and, and essentially lost 50 cents a bushel. Well, a thousand bushel, one truckload, and then you're talking, you know, some coin now. So that, that's where it is. And then you see, and everybody relies on the internet now. It's like our phone system, I was uh, saying earlier, was so bad that you can't even run a fax machine. <laughs> down on the farm it won't it won't go through so, so when you were saying about the 50 cents a bushel it really can make or break a family farm or just any farm really to not have access to when those prices are low or high it changes right oh yeah similar to like a stock yeah. market does 
Yeah, yeah. by the hour. Oh, oh yeah, by the hour. And uh, now you look at the, as soon as the grain prices go up, there's a lot of times you can make better money on $5 corn than you can on $7 corn because as soon as it goes to $7, so is the fertilizer, so do the chemicals. And it's almost like there are a bunch of leeches on you, you know, <laughs> that uh, as soon as it goes up, all those prices go up. And, so you really need to stay in you tune. You need to, yeah. Explain why it's important for farmers to connect and uh, have that connection with the Farm Bureau. With Farm Bureau? Well, because Farm Bureau is a grassroots organization, so we start at the county level with the farmers here in Berrien, but our voice is heard through our policy all the way up to AFBF. Um, we just had our AFBF convention in Puerto Rico. I was there, chatted with Zippy, and um, it was talked about there. Every farmer in every state in the union needs to have connectivity. Um, it's, it's imperative to our livelihoods. And, you know, when you have less than 2% of the population growing all of the food for the other 98%, we need to do as efficient a job as we can. And a lot of that relies on current uh, information up to date by the minute. And so your family, you said it was a family farm. Yeah. Uh, how long have you lived there? Your whole life? I've, yeah. What's yeah. It? My dad, uh, he moved up there. It was uh, one of the old BB farms. Uh, that they had over 3,000 acres at one time, but he moved up in 1950, and he's still out running combines and 300 horsepower oh, wow. tractors. What What do you mean by BB farm? Explain. Uh, that. that was uh, the own the the family. They had a big mansion up here off a of pipestone up in Benton Harbor with a circular marble staircase oh, wow. and everything else. But uh, yeah, they had uh, farms down in Niles and Dwajak and. Uh, explain to someone who's never lived on a farm or grown up a farm why is it a great life um individuality freedom and self-responsibility um i started driving a semi and it was actually legal back in the day when i was 17 years old oh, wow. hauling grain to chicago in a, in a semi with a 40-foot trailer oh wow when i was 16 my dad sent me to uh lansing for a uh, school for a new grain dryer we had and he says here's the address here's the directions and how to get there you're 16 head and on now out. you need a, a map quest to get anywhere right <laughs> yeah. no one uses yeah. maps anymore but, and a lot of those semis have um internet connections too i believe that's uh, how yes. they track them right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh <clears throat> i actually uh did a then I worked at uh, Cook Nuclear Plant Maintenance Department for a while until I wanted my sanity back, but uh, decided to leave there. But when when I uh, hired in there, they said they loved farm kids because they knew how to work, they knew how to think on so their own. explain to someone how important it is now for us as a, a country to really work on connecting our farms. Well, how critical is it? It's everything. If you sit there and you, you look in everything and everybody in their day, everyday life, their bank wants you to sit there and do everything online. Social Security, your government does, the state does. Everybody wants it online. And if you don't have that kind of integrity, you're limited. You can't, you're, you're doing paperwork and trying to sit there and with the mailing system the way it is. Uh, you know, you're, you're two weeks out. There's something that could take you ten minutes to do. 
Well, it sounds like they're getting started, and I don't want you to miss your opportunity okay. to share what you feel. So thank you so much, Guy okay. and Jeannie. The feedback and input gathered from this and other listening sessions will be incorporated into a five-year connectivity plan that the Michigan High-Speed Internet Office is developing for the state. For more details on where the listening tour will be headed next, or to get materials to facilitate your own community meeting, see the links in the description of this podcast. I'm Jessica Denson. Thanks for listening to Connected Nation. If you like our show and want to know more about us, head to connectednation.org or look for the latest episodes on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Pandora, or Spotify.